Hello and welcome to Tashi Station Radio, where we sell power converters and talk about X-Wing. Somebody left our power converters outside in the car and they all melted in the heat, so I guess we're going to talk about some X-Wing. I'm Matt Newt. I'm Doug Howe. I'm Alex Smittle. And I'm Porg Jenkins. And hey, everyone, good old Porg is back after uh, a week away, uh, or two weeks. Uh, How was annual training, man? It was terrible. I hate it. (laughs) And I'm never doing another one. Oh, God, that's got to feel great. I remember my last annual training. Actually, my last annual training was the end of my military time. I ended up getting discharged from the middle of annual training. So you still got like one more drill to go to, though, right? I do. I have August August 18th is my last day at my job and at work or at, at, in the army. All right. Well, that'll uh, be a big change for you. It's pretty much been uh, your entire adult life, hasn't it? Oh yes. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a lot of changes coming on the horizon for you. But you know, good to hear that you made it through alive. You've got that weird uh, type of thing with you know your armory right in town, where you at least got to come home most nights, right? Oh yeah. Ah, God, that's so. Really, it's just like it was just like a fourteen-day drill. Technic. Well, so here's the thing: that's my full-time job anyway. Yeah. So it was just, it was just my full-time job, but with a lot more army stupid stuff. Like I had to listen to people who have physical education degrees, and they think that that makes them better than me. Uh, so I say that because that is what the brigade or battalion commander has. And you're just required to have, like, some two-year degree to, like, advance uh, in rank as an officer. And so they get the this easy whatever. And so every time somebody tries to tell me what to do when I'm at drum, it's like, ah, probably not. Just because you have this two-year degree. Okay. Uh, well, looking forward to having you as a free man after the next uh, couple months. Uh, big changes coming up. It'll the be rest- nice. Yep. Yeah. Rest of us haven't really done a whole lot the last uh, two weeks. Uh, we had a very stressful two weeks, Doug and I did. Yeah, you guys had some uh, changes, catastrophes. Moving, moving sucks. Don't do it. Well, you didn't. Why do I it. didn't? Yeah, <laughs> we solved the problem. Problem is solved. Um, but yeah, so that was that was cool. Yeah, uh, for those who don't know, Doug and Alex have been looking to uh, get a new place with some more roommates. And how many different places uh, told you yes and then canceled on you? I mean, just the one. But like, it the was problem the is that they took a week and a half to respond, and they had yeah. already approved a different application before even accepting ours, and just hadn't taken it off the market. Yeah, it was still on the market when they finally called us back too. So like. They were just taking in free application money for no reason. Yep. That is wrong. Yeah, uh, but like it we it wasted a week and a half of our of our time. Like a full weekend of time we could have been looking for another place was wasted because we'd applied and been told we were going to be approved. You had we to do. pay money to apply and then they Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the thing. Yeah. Well, it's a racket. Each each person has to pay a I think fee. It's forty for that one. Forty for that place. Forty to sixty is what the standard. 
Yeah, ostensibly yeah. Oh. it's so that the landlord can do a background check and all of that, and hardly any of them ever do. Which, to they, be fair, they did actually they do did do check. those things on everyone but me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's lucky for for you guys then. Yeah, I mean, they didn't get they took our forty dollars for an apartment they were never going to let us have. So that Fuck. is an NPE. <laughs> I feel lucky. Yeah. Anyway, our our current landlord was actually really chill and let us. Yeah, our very cool. Kind of kind of still worked out, but yeah. it was unnecessarily stressful for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys right, next time. Yeah, you guys have a place to live. Greg is uh wrapping up his military stuff, and uh, I am recovering from second degree burns all over my right hand that are pretty much completely healed. So everything's coming up Tashi Station now, ready to head into this. Absolute just bitch kitten of a Missouri summer. Uh, it's been bitch nice the last kitten. two days. Got to admit, it what that is nice a word I've never today. heard. So did you say bitch kitten? Bitch, bitch kitten. kitten. You guys have never heard that. Wait, I've at so heard that. Spell it for me. It's bitch and then kitten. Okay, it is bitch kitten. All right. yeah. Bitch kitten. Okay, what's the definition? Right. I need the definition of bitch. It's a, it's a, a bitch kitten. I don't know what else do you want from me, Greg? It's like smurf. It just means anything bad. Well, I am. I'm using the crap. The female dog. I am using the crap out of bitch kitten for the rest of my life. Uh, also, I wanted to say something before bitch kitten. Oh, I showed Donna the pictures of your hand, and yeah. even she was like, "Oh, that looks terrible." Yeah, and she's a nurse. She would know. Yeah, she was practitioner. Yeah, she was like, uh, that's, and I was like, and then you said that you caught it early and did stuff to it. I was like, yeah, that, that could be really bad. Yeah, my, minor scarring, but nothing that's going to affect, you know, movement or anything. <laughs> nothing got infected. So uh, I came out looking uh, a little more like uh, I got to the back of the tank in time and not like uh, Palpatine's fitting me for a new suit, thankfully. Mm. Uh, have all four of us finished watching Kenobi? Yes. Yeah, yes. I don't know why yes, but we should. Yeah, we definitely should have spoiled it. Yeah, we're, we're not going to spoil it, but I can definitely recommend. We can, uh, we can do oh, a talk station after dark if we want to talk about it. Indeed, maybe so. Because, maybe uh, on a uh, earlier after dark time of night. Because oh yeah, because we're is recording it. No, we're, dark, it's late. Like we're getting close to my bedtime. <laughs> <laughs> indeed. Well, we should do after dark at seven thirty time. It is indeed. Indeed. Not well, uh, now that we've got all our derails out of the way, uh, there's actually been quite a bit of news and goings-on these last couple weeks. The biggest news out of AMG is that they announced Worlds 2023. Uh, it'll be held at Adepticon in March of 2023. It's very so, Yeah. Uh, anybody who's planning on going, we... I am that, now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I assume they probably are going to have some more qualifiers, probably one at Gen Con, and I would hope uh, some more. It's not technically confirmed, but Farmer said it is 99% likely that LVO next year will be a Worlds qualifier. Okay. Uh, no idea if they're going to do a last chance qualifier. That was kind of an FFG thing. Who knows if they're continuing it. But uh, yeah, we finally got Worlds on the calendar after what will be a three-year break. So... It's been... Literally 25 months since I won my invite to Worlds. And then soon, in nine months, I will go to Worlds for a grand total of three years since I won my ticket. Oh, gosh. I mean, that's insane. Yeah. Time. 
there was a minor event that happened during that. I don't the Chiefs won the Super Bowl. <laughs> what year was that? Twenty twenty. Yeah. No, not the not the years we don't talk about. The, the year that, that you got your Rope's ticket. I got it in twenty twenty. Yeah, in at, February uh, in February of twenty twenty in Dallas. Oh my gosh, does February twenty twenty even exist? Dude, yeah, the that beginning. Was right. that was it was the last. It was the last original month, Greg. To be yeah. fair, I I qualified for Worlds in yeah. I think September of twenty nineteen. I think it was either September or, or October of twenty nineteen. Yeah, yeah. like four a, times. No kidding. <laughs> it was only three, and only two of them came from beating me. <laughs> <laughs> I think that means Doug gets to bring multiple lists to Worlds and just switch around as he likes. Uh, there's multiple flights. I get to play in each one. I get yeah. to take the best result. Yeah. Talking about other tournaments, the matchups are set for the uh, X-Wing Team Championships. Doug is once again representing the United States on the team. Uh, Doug, for those who aren't familiar with the X-Wing Team Championships, just a quick uh, summary. What is it? Uh, it's an X-Wing Team Championship. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. It is... Um, X-Wing Championship of teams. Yeah. Um, This year it is teams of seven, five players and two subs slash coaches, uh, one team from each country, and then it is uh, like a um, soccer World Cup style group stage. Top teams from each group stage go into a final cut weekend that's around Robin. Um, Last year it was like 40 teams. This year it's down to 25, I believe is the final number. Mm-hmm. Um, which is smaller, but they, to be honest, they didn't do a good job advertising it this year. Like, yeah, this is the first uh, I'd heard of it. <laughs> yeah, like the, there was never an official announcement like they did in the past. They didn't do any hyping up. Uh, they didn't even finalize what the actual rules were until a week before lists were due. So there was a whole lot of scrambling to get everything together. So Team USA is pretty much the exact same as it was last year, just minus a few players. Yeah. Well, but, got, but it's uh... still it's still a ton of fun. Indeed, indeed. Uh, really looking forward to seeing it. You are uh, flying the scum list for Team USA this year, at least. Yeah, you're not tied into your lists like you were last year. Um, oh. Technically, it's the... I mean, well, Team USA, is, I'm pretty sure all the teams are doing it, that um, like each person is, is focusing on one list, because it just makes more sense to do that. But technically, just the lists are locked in, and you can pair whoever you want with oh. each list each round. Oh, that's pretty neat. Oh, Weird. So I, list, I imagine, yeah. So the list much... are the constant, and then so like you could play the other fellow's first order list. Yeah. Well, so you, yeah, you could yeah. say like if you guys get you a pair, you, you pair the lists first, and then yeah. players are and chosen. Then you pair the people. Yeah. yeah. Technically, so, yes, but, but like I said, neat. I'm pretty sure everybody is just picking their well, yeah. player to play with their. It makes sense. Yeah, it makes play sense. the list you're familiar with. That's yeah. still fun, though. That's interesting. Yeah. It's great. It's interesting. It's mostly in place so that you can have subs. Because yeah. it's uh, like the Swiss runs over six weeks, and then there's a, an entire weekend cut. So inevitably, mm-hmm. somebody is not going to be able to play the entire time. Makes Good. some sense. Uh, in other tournaments, Gold Squadron Podcast held the first Galaxy qualifier this past week, uh, Solust, which was uh, won by Chris Patrick, Crispy, on the Discord with a first order list. Uh, I played with Adepticon last yeah. year. Uh, this year. Real nice guy. Uh, Kylo in the Whisper, Malorus in the Tie, Scorch in the Tie, Dread in Grudge, and the runner-up, uh, Felipe Alves de Freitas, with another first-order list of Vonreg, Breach, Malorus, and Kylo. 
uh, wow, we had, when we were kind of discussing everything before the points change, First Order was kind of the, it's their faction, and first and second place in a major tournament. So uh, that's a great showing. Love to see surprises like that come up. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you look at the points change, uh, First Order was the least nerfed faction. I think the only negative change they had was Revoss went from two to three, mm-hmm. and then they had multiple buffs. So they just got a little bit stronger, while by and large, all of the other factions were brought down a peg. Yep. So it makes sense that they're good. Yeah, And, and like... uh, they, they have a lot of good anti-torp tech, which is the boogeyman right now. And they right. have good anti-vader tech, which is the other boogeyman right now. So, makes sense. Indeed. Speaking of Boogeyman, let's get into that. Kind of uh, something we've all been tossing around a little lately, not just the four of us, but some other folks locally, some folks not locally, is kind of just this general feel of, I don't want to say dissatisfaction. I mean, that's certainly out there for a group. But it's kind of like X-Wing for some of us, seems to be in a bit of a downswing at the moment. And there's a number of reasons for that. Nothing's wrong. This is certainly not the sky is falling. But I think we've all noticed that this happens from time to time. And we're just going to kind of talk about maybe some of the causes, some of the catalysts for it, and what to do about it. Uh, Last weekend, while Solus was going on, we had a local tournament. And I say tournament, four of us showed up and played... uh, Three rounds of round robin games for the fun of it. And it it kind of seemed like, oh, we had a lot of people interested, but everybody suddenly found something else to do. Uh one notable absence. Uh Alex, you ended up staying home from the tournament. And uh tell us a little bit about that. What you know, what kind of was going through your head just feeling like, ah, not X Wing this weekend? <laughs> Honestly, uh it's not so much that I'm burnt out on X Wing, so much as that I'm burnt out on life right now. Um, June is the hardest month for me at work. I still very recently been promoted, so I'm still got all these new responsibilities and the hardest month of work. Plus our whole moving fiasco drained all of the excess energy I had. So I decided just to take a day for myself on Saturday and I went and got a haircut. I rearranged my bedroom because I'm selfish. Yeah. <laughs> so like I packed up my whole bedroom getting ready to move. So I unpacked it. I rearranged it. Did a bunch of cleaning. Like I just, I just had a, a day to myself, and it was pretty. It was pretty great. Yeah. Also, Doug was gone, so that was also pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> I also yeah. was not around you, which was nice. Yeah, I mean, obviously, <laughs> that, that does raise a good point. Uh, you, you made a couple points there. We're at a time of year where things change for a lot of people. We're starting summer. A lot of people are maybe ending school or. Uh, going on vacation, taking that time. So things are kind of disrupted right now from people's usual routines. And, you know, whereas most people are getting the time off to relax for those in our job, it's getting incredibly busy right now. So that's absolutely understandable. Real life pops up a lot. Uh, We had the same thing. Greg just had to deal with annual training. There's a lot of folks uh, in the guard and military who play X-Wing and Gosh, Greg, over the years, you've had, uh, you've missed tournaments for drill, annual training, you missed the release of second edition because of deployments, uh, stuff like that just comes up all the time. Uh, you took probably the longest break because of the deployment. When you came back, the entire game had changed. How was that for you? I mean, you know, I know you mentioned being able to kind of proxy and play while you were overseas, but 
what's it like when you come back and everything's changed? Um, well, uh, I, it's obviously a learning curve. Uh, so you have to, you're, you're on the, you're at the bottom and you have to relearn everything. I remember just running familiar ships, but so like the game was familiar, but you just had to, I don't know, wing it as you went on. Um, I kind of see some similarities right now or with 2.5, like, cause we even had some, some locals that took a break. Um, right. And now they're coming back to a totally different game. Yeah. And so you can tell, and, but they're still in that, like, Oh, this is weird. I don't know if I like this stage. And, uh, I remember, well, I mean, it is kind of different too, because you bought into 2.5 or sorry, into 2.0, you didn't have to buy into 2.5. So it's easier to probably not transition. Oh gosh, I don't know how to say this. This is gonna sound stupid. Like, there's no investment change. Like, if I bought all this stuff for 2.0, right? I'm gonna give it more of a shot. Okay, yeah, sunk cost. Yeah, and so, but if people are just like, oh, 2.5 exists. Okay, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna chill for a little bit. Uh, none of my money has, you know, moved. Everything's the same. Uh, yeah, my cost is the same, uh, so I'm just going to chill for a little bit. I think that's what's happening. Um, but uh, I, I mean, I also think one thing that ties both those points together is that there is no organized play. Yeah, yeah. and that's like, the other thing I was going to get into. We've had uh, how many actual organized play events has AMG officially put out and or sponsored? Just the one, right? Yeah, sponsored Adepticon, but yeah, they. That is true. um, And I mean, they were originally supposed to be running Adepticon as well, so I I think you can count that one. Um, Mm -hmm. How quickly uh, the 2.0 to competitive play? Like, did it skip a beat? uh, No, but uh, but AMG took over in the middle of a pandemic, and and specifically said that they were delaying organized play because they didn't want to encourage it during a pandemic. Um, right. Yeah, we had, I think, last, our first... Uh, last time we heard from them about organized play was when Omicron was still at the height of its numbers. Um, and they said they oh, would reevaluate yeah. at or, around mid-2022. So hopefully at either the next uh, mini-stravaganza, which they rescheduled for mid-July, I think. Yeah, yeah July or, uh, or Gen Con, hopefully they'll announce some actual OP plans. Because, uh, I mean... OP isn't what brings in new players, but it definitely keeps current players engaged. Yep, and um, energized. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like Yeah, for sure. It does like for had, me 100%. Yeah. We we have the 2020 store champ kits that we've been using for the local tournaments and like I think that brought out a couple people for the first one, but oh, now everybody has all this like, stuff. <laughs> yeah, I say a, a two and a half year old kit isn't going to keep people coming back. Um Yeah, for sure. It takes a lot more work from the organizer to to supply price support that isn't organized play stuff. I want my metal evade tokens. Even so like, even now, like, okay. So you said that we had, we drummed up a little bit of excitement for this. Like uh, Doug, you kind of planned a three event, uh, three event thing for what was it? May, June, July. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Um, So there was, a decent number of the May one. Right? We had twelve at the May one. Uh, uh, yeah, 
a little more than that, I think. 14, yeah. Yeah, four, 14. Like yeah, it, was, it was enough people that we had to do an extra round. Yeah. And then, so then this one in June was lacking. But like you said, I think people are doing like vacations or maybe they take vacation from work and then so they spend it with their family. Um, like, so like, yeah, like me, I just had a whole block of June that was just unusable mm-hmm. for anything. And so, but now that July's coming, uh, like, Greg's I'm, time. Yes, we're open. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe, maybe July will be back. And July's the 30th. I think so, yes. it's at the end yeah. of the month. So, we have enough time to drum yeah, up some interest. Yeah. So, like, your, your example isn't great because you were just legitimately busy and wouldn't have been able to go either way. But somebody like, like in Smittle's case, if it was a brand new store kit, that like this might be one of his only opportunities to grab. He might go to it instead of taking a day for himself. Whereas if it's just yeah, I might have said two and a half years old. Like it's really easy to just go. Eh, I'll skip whenever there's nothing new and exciting to play. And like right. in this specific case, I won the last tournament with this kit, so I just got everything from it. Yeah, indeed. And, and like, and I considered going and seeing if I'd have fun and dropping if I didn't. But I figured that seemed honestly that seemed like a lot of work, <laughs> so I didn't do it. So you stayed home and did work. Yeah, but, but I, no, you made a really good point when uh, you were talking to me about it that it was in that spot where going and playing X Wing felt like work. Yeah, it and, felt like an obligation more than something I wanted to do. Right, that's the best way to put it. And sometimes that's a good signal to just you know, hey, take a step away, have a palate cleanser, you know, take take a me day. You know, you had like the equivalent, go out get a haircut, have a spa day, whatever it is that helps kind of get your mind back on track. Uh, at that tournament, though, uh, when we got to the third round, Doug, you were actually kind of feeling a little disgruntled and wanting to go home, and you mentioned the ProTort Boogeyman. Uh, three of the four lists that came, that you know were played at that tournament, were really Proton Torpedo heavy, because that's th- there are a couple builds out there in a lot of different factions that really lend themselves to uh, the Alpha Strike meta, and you've mentioned it's not a favorite of yours. Yeah, I mean, we talked about this in the last two episodes, I think. It's, yeah. I don't have anything against people who enjoy ProTort metas, or munition metas in general, but I, it's not something I enjoy. And mm-hmm. I was playing it because that's what I'm playing in XTC, because I'm going to play what I think is the best in XTC. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't particularly like it. Yeah, and that's uh, something that we talked about. Uh, one of our friends, Matt Ritz, who was out there playing with us, has... Uh, put forth the idea that, hey, let's take our Wednesday casual nights and make them casual again. Uh, you know, kind of bring a little bit more relaxed and fun lists. Now, here in Kansas City, we have a lot of folks who play and play competitively. So I I wouldn't say we have a, a try-hard culture here, but we have a lot of folks who like to play what is the best list when it's time to compete. And sometimes... Yeah, I mean, maybe it is tryhard, but I think a lot of people just like trying to optimize their list. That's a, that's the what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the, the finding the finding that that's for me. That's a huge part of it, is finding the best list. Right, and sometimes though, I know uh, at least for me in these kind of situations, it got to where I was like, okay, I have a list that's really good, but at the same time, I know that for other players who are still in that finding process running into a brick wall over and over again is not fun. Uh, a lot of the things that we're talking about, you know, Doug, the exact things that you had been bringing up for the last couple of times, uh, the 
the dissatisfying parts of the munitions and alpha strike meta are kind of how I was feeling when the uh, quote unquote tier, the three, three agility mafia tyranny was going on uh, when uh, tie advance were really popular. And I playing at the time uh, multiple two die attack ships when one of the things when I feel the most dissatisfied and want to take a break is when it feels like no matter what I do, I am always going to be at a disadvantage. And that has to do with things like list choices. That has to do with getting in a playstyle rut. And just like, you know, Alex did sometimes for me, that's a sign to back away, kind of, you know, defrag the old brain, have a, a global reset, and then try something new and come back in. So I think, uh, you know, I took this Wednesday off. I know you guys were uh, busy with stuff as well. So I it think was it, Kenobi Day. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> X-Wing, but it's the finale of Kenobi. <laughs> Very much so. And I think that's, uh, that, that's a healthy way to deal with it. A lot of folks, especially with this 2.5 change, uh, and having it hit when it did, this time of year when traditionally things come up, uh, People have a lot of things going on, a lot of distractions, easy to take a break, and coupled with a lot of the general uh, dissatisfaction is almost too mild a word, the the schism that has happened between uh, the players who say, okay, we're just going to, you know, go over here and play Legacy now, and you know, good for him. If that's what you enjoy doing, absolutely, 100%, we support that. But at the same time, that in some places has taken a lot of longtime players out of the pool. And it's great when you show up on to a tournament or a game night and there's a full room and you've got your pick of opponents. When it's the slow time and you're seeing the same two, three or four people at game nights, that kind of makes it hard to be motivated to keep going sometimes. So it is uh it can be a bit of a vicious circle especially when one or two of those people are me and doug like right you guys see each other all the time i meant other people seeing us is bad for other people that's what i was saying what well but no you 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 make a very good point you have folks that are close friends outside of x-wing and then it's like okay Mm -hmm. we're gonna go do actually like so wednesday nights for example wednesdays are the day that uh, you two are both in the office physically. So you commute into work in the morning. You don't work together, but we see each other on breaks and lunch and whatnot. Then you drive home together. And then I imagine it's probably like, oh, do we want to go spend four hours going downtown and playing some X-Wing? Maybe let's just go to our rooms for a bit and enjoy some away time. That's, you know, I felt the same way again, going back to, uh, you know, military time. When my roommate and I were in the same platoon and saw each other literally 24-7 work together, work right, you know, alongside each other, and then go home and you're the same person there again, you you want to do something else away. Now, thankfully, we didn't have hobbies together, and that was fine, but you guys pretty much do all the same stuff. So I I absolutely understand the idea of, God, I want some of my own time. And the fact that our game night is on Wednesdays just complicates that even more. It is it is weird. Um, especially with also, like Kenobi was, uh, yeah. especially the last five, six weeks, like, 
It's also on Wednesdays, and I already had to stay off social media all day. Going yeah. next week is three more hours of having to stay <laughs> off social media. Like, oh, the FOMO not... was great. <laughs> yeah, like, do what I do. Walk, wake up early and watch it. Oh man, I, then the things we were Doug and I watch together because we that's me not to in our situation. I don't wake up early. I'm not going to get up earlier than I have to either way. Like yeah. He's one of those people. I got a guy at work who was like, I woke up at four to watch it. And I was like, oh yeah, because I didn't. And now you have to suffer all day. <laughs> he's just like, I want to talk about it. And I was like, well, I'm not waking up at four. Sorry. No, uh, yeah. as a digression from what Doug was talking there, uh, when we went out to the Midwest Scrub Down, uh, Doug and I both crashed at Father Bob's place. Uh, thank you again, Bob, for the use of your spare room. Uh, but the day of the tournament, we were like, okay, we got to be there for check-in at 10. It's about 30 minutes away. It is 9.05 and Doug is still dead asleep. <laughs> and, you know, I was like, ah, because I am, a, again, you know. And we were 15 minutes early. So and we ended up being 15 minutes early. Yeah, exactly. Because I was know, awake and ready on time. Yeah. You got to understand I'm, how it's work, man. Uh, I'm sitting here. I'm, I'm going crazy. Like, you know, I'm the type of person who's, I got to have all my stuff, three copies of my list, and, uh, 15 minutes early to be 15 minutes early. I'm that person. And I'm like. I do all of my double and triple checking the night before, and then I just get up and leave when I'm ready to get up and leave. Which no, also, I'm... which also weirded me out because you were up to like two thirty a.m. the night before. Yeah, you're so not a young you man mean, anymore. You mean I'm that a, he didn't drive you to person, the event? Uh, no, and actually, then, Father Bob drove us most of the event. And then buy you Dunkin' Donuts. And he's, he's referring to Adepticon. When Greg did yeah. that for Doug, and then came back to the Airbnb to let me wake cool, me up. Oh yeah, then to get you. Because he let me slip in an extra hour because <laughs> he's amazing. Indeed, indeed. Uh, but I'm I'm far more like you, Newt. I uh, I prefer to be early to things. Mm-hmm. We were 15 minutes early. We still were. But yeah, again, yeah, you guys knew exactly how far away Miniature Market was from the house. I'm like, yeah. we gotta make time. There could be traffic. Oh, when so you're early, like, then you just waste your life yeah. waiting. Yeah. I mean, but I if you're cool. late, then you just use all of that time necessarily, and you didn't waste any of it. I don't like rushing. To yeah. Be well, I don't okay, either, but, but it's kind of the thing the, the I do. The big thing here is that we didn't rush or anything. No, I just I'm not, I'm not saying that exactly as much time as I needed so that we could still leave early. I'm just yeah. explaining <laughs> my philosophy. I like to be a little bit early to everything. Yeah, it makes Doug, it very hard for me to go to parties because I want to show up early, and you don't do that at parties. Yeah, see, yeah, I'm, I'm here like it's the Battle of the Pelennor Fields, and we're being about to be overrun. And you know, Doug, how the white suddenly comes over the horizon, and you know, saves no, the day. no, 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 no. See, this, you're implying that I sh- that I was late. I was not. No, I am right. Doug right. He's, if, he's saying if you Doug were wizard and arrived precisely when you needed to. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. But in the context of that, I would have shown up like two days before the fight. I just wouldn't have left until I needed to. <laughs> Whereas you would have shown up four days before the fight and stood around for two days first. Yeah. Hang mm-hmm. out with Denethor for a while. You know, Who wants yeah. to hang out with Denethor? Hippin. Everybody. <laughs> Nobody. Unconscious Nobody wants, Nobody wants to hang out with Denethor. That's my Spoilers, point. by the way, for like a 70-year-old book. <laughs> And 20-year-old movie. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
yeah, with, with that digression, uh, that's actually, you know, what we were talking about there is one of those things that really for me, when I'm feeling like X-Wing has gotten boring, I remember stories like that. And that's the thing I enjoy almost most of all that, you know, hey, we still have fun with this. So that's really, if you are in that rut and you're feeling like X-Wing sometimes is a chore or you're just, you know, not feeling it for whatever reason, that is always completely valid. So, you know, take some time, take a break, have a palate cleanser, think about what makes X-Wing fun and look into pursuing that. Also, try new things. Don't be afraid to experiment. Uh, Saturday, we handed out a lot of the... All of us got one of the uh, droid soccer kits. And oh, I'm no. actually, I was looking forward to busting that out on Wednesday, but I ended up not going. Uh, I want to try it out just because it's it's a fun little, hey, look what you can do with your ships. It's something new. And mm-hmm. I love just little goofy stuff like that. I, I hope Ryan still has mine. I think oh, Ryan yeah, we, we've got more than um, enough for everybody. So I was going to say, you said try stuff that's new. So I don't get to play very often. I know I say this a lot, but... Because I don't get to play very often, when I go to, say, a Saturday tournament um, and, you know, people are at a tournament and I do quotation marks, it's like winning is, you know, you're going to be competitive. When I, when I hear tournament, I think competitive, but when I, but that's also uh, when I go because I don't get to play a lot, there's either two things that I do. There's one and it's I pick a competitive list in the faction that I have been playing uh, more often, so I'm familiar, or I pick something completely not that, and it is the complete opposite, and it's uh, probably the first order, and I lose really bad with everything. Like, that is just kind of how that goes. So I like to pick things that I don't normally be competitive with, and then I have fun with the list. I lose. But I'm there to like just try out something new. Now I do know that that's hard to do when you don't play very often because it's hard to say, okay, I'm going to commit to this one list that I have no time playing for three games, and if you don't like it, it's actually kind of not great. Yeah, but that, that's the risk. Uh, that, it, but it, but it, so but that's like for people like me that don't get to play very often. But like if you even if you play you know, every other week at league night. And then, so you know what you like to do and you, you know, you talk a lot at a lot. You can actually like at a tournament, you could probably put like a half decent list together um, with ships that you normally play. And that's, no, that's fine. Uh, but yeah, I, I either go one of two ways and that's just kind of how, because I don't get to play very often, but with you guys who get to play a lot, uh, it, it's probably easier to be able to say pick a fun list uh, because you you know what's competitive and you know what you've been trying to fly and mm-hmm. so you could just be like ah willy nilly I'll do this um, and so I'm, I'm sure there's some players out there who don't get to play very often and so they say oh there's a there's a Saturday tournament coming up it's the only one for the next couple of months I'm gonna take this super competitive list well then they've now devoted their entire Saturday to being super and, and if they people, don't do well, yeah. then they get. Right. But that's fine. Yeah, yeah. No, no. If the if that's them, then that's perfectly fine. But like, say you go to this thing and you chose competitive, and then you don't do so well. 
now you've just you've isolated yourself to I didn't have fun because I didn't win. Right. And that's one of those things, you know, <laughs> there are a lot of players that are in the same boat you are, Greg, where you're geographically isolated. So playing X-Wing is not only a I have to commit to taking the trip to go do this, but that's also I get to see most of my friends when I do this as well. You've got that double edged thing there, uh, whereas you have the opposite end of the spectrum. Doug and Alex see each other every day and live five minutes from the game store. So it's yeah. it's really easy. And the, the hilarious thing is, uh, Doug and Alex, neither of you are really the types to go, I'm going to bring a goofy joke list just for funsies, because that's not your thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, you know, Heck, I took a road trip up to Indianapolis to play a goofy meme funsies list because I had fun with it. And that's... you know. I really, the thing I love about X-Wing and especially our community here is that I did that. And aside from one person uh, calling me out on Twitch about it, no one gave me any crap for flying what was very obviously a, I'll say it, bad list. I mean, it was a newt list. Like when I saw it, I was like, holy shit, he did it. Yeah. But that's just it. You know, I, I went up there with the idea of, you know what? I want to have fun. I have fun by making other people laugh, smile, and enjoy themselves. This is going to do that. At the same time, I also have fun winning. And when I got myself in vapor lock going, I don't know what a winning list is going to be. So I'm not going to get in that. I'm going to be super competitive about this and most likely get disgruntled when I don't succeed. I said, I'm going to have fun with it. And I turned the, the, the whole road trip for me turned into just a, you know, hey, let's enjoy the moment thing. That's that's what worked for me. Uh, other people, it doesn't. Other people are there and they, they get different things out of the game. And that's cool. If you feel that what you get out of the game isn't being provided right now, take that break. Maybe maybe try try the other side, you know, for a while. Maybe play some droid soccer or aces high. Uh, do something that's gonna you know give you a little break, and then maybe things change. Maybe you just don't like the meta the way it is right now, which is a weird thing to say because that's really dependent on being local. We've talked a lot about oh god the pro torque meta, but if you look at larger tournaments and places elsewhere, that isn't so much of a thing. There was only one list with pro torques in the top eight at Celeste, for example. Um, yeah, yeah, I think I mean, like Protorps were just the first thing that were noticed by right. us, and the, really this podcast dictates a lot of our local meta because a huge chunk of our listeners are our local friends and play partners. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, I I think the Protorp thing is probably a lot more localized than we first. Yeah, I mean, I have I have heard other people talking about a bunch of Protorps, but clearly it's not the only dominant thing in the meta because it it did like it. Aside from Rebels, which is, have pretty much just fallen into the Wedge Luke Plus category, mm-hmm. um, the Classic meta's class. been really diverse on a with what you know little greater data we have. Um, going back real quick, though, I, I do want to say one thing, which <laughs> is like, yeah, Smittle and I are very competitive-minded people, but if you ask me my favorite memories from X-wing tournaments, it's never about the games; it's about no. like things that happened so like even if you're burnt out on x-wing one of the best ways to get unburnt out is to go Mm -hmm. to a big event yeah the big Mm -hmm. events have a really good time with people Mm -hmm. that's the battery charger right there like it's 
it's the, it's the best part. It really is. A, a prime example is the 2019 Adepticon, where <laughs> 12 to 14 of us from Kansas City went, and one person did better than an even record. One yeah. person did better than a non-losing record. Yeah, like, say, and, no, two of us. I, yeah, I had a non-losing Did you go three and three? I couldn't remember. I, I went three and three. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no, no. I ended up going two and three because you guys pulled me out of my last game. Yeah, we needed <laughs> another person for the Aces <laughs> High Pod where mm-hmm. we berated a rando and he was yeah, very confused. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <hanger laughs> man, uh, yeah. But my point is, is like, none of us had a good tournament with the exception of our roommate Taylor who hasn't played X-Wing again. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally hasn't played X-Wing since. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we all had an amazing time. Like it is, if you ask people from Kansas City what their favorite trip, like their favorite X-wing trip is, most of them will say that Adepticon trip. Yeah, yeah. and like the Smash Bros. still gets talked about constantly. How we had eight of us playing Super Smash Brothers at once, like, and, and like three of us had played before. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just like Donkey Kong, it. man. <laughs> I'm terrible at it. You know, and that's the thing that I, you know absolutely right and that's probably a good contributor to i think with things having been what they've been for the last two years uh we've had a lot of engagement in the community uh the the galaxies qualifiers and the online stuff that gold squadron and other folks have been pushing has really kept the 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 community alive but there's there's more than just survival there. Well, uh, and all of those things are good at keeping the greater community alive. But right. I think it's local communities that are starting to struggle. And that's where OP really comes in. Like, to take the example of our small turnout this last Saturday, like, it's hard to be motivated to then show up at the next weekly local whenever it's just going to be the same four people you just saw. And, yeah. uh at the same time, it's hard to attract new people if you're not motivated to even go to the local game night, and it just creates a snowball effect. And mm-hmm. like the, the organized play would go a long way towards helping remedy the, remedy that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had pretty good turnouts when we've done local leagues, uh, but again, with the the dearth of content coming out from actual organized play, we're kind of uh, fishing the pond dry when it comes to incentives to get people out to play. Hopefully, again, maybe during the Ministravaganza, we'll get some new news about that. Uh, there's always a, a rush when anything new is dropped or announced. Uh, you know, <clears throat> new ships coming out in a wave, a points change, new OP kits. That always drums up interest because people like new things. As much as folks complain, on the whole, people are excited by change. You might mm-hmm. not like the specifics of it, but everybody gets excited by it. It helps keep things from being too stagnant. And that, to me, at least, is the biggest driver of ennui and dissatisfaction is when things are stagnant. Like, okay, I'm just going to fly the same list again. That That's a trap. Uh, you know, Every tournament's going to be the same. Every Wednesday night's going to be the same. I hate that feeling. And I just have to keep reminding myself, things eventually do change. So uh, for me, it's just been toughing it out, I guess. There was one other thing that I did want to bring. You know, meant- I want to stress, going back to my point, that X-Wing wasn't what caused me to skip the X-Wing tournament. No, not at all. X-Wing tournament was the thing that was skippable. Yeah. Yeah, and there's a big difference. It's it's just a... you all. I mean, we do this podcast because we like this game a lot, right? Like, 
it's not the gate. It's just that you're in that spot and you're like, oh man, yeah, I could do these things. I could do this. And like Doug was saying, it's that the tournament kits are kind of what like would push you to do that. Yeah. Um, and and the new ships. I know Alex. I know you were kind of in this weird spot, and then the Mandalorian came out. Yeah. Um, and you were like, oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. Like this is this is fun. Like this is a new thing for me. Uh, I did the same thing with the Gauntlet, and now with this Rogue class, even though I've only played it once. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like, uh, it's like, oh, it's new. You know, I'm, I'm going to get out there whenever I will. But it's like something exciting to me because other than that, like I haven't flown some of those other factions. Like I haven't flown Rebels or even Separatists. No, that's not true because I like the the Gauntlet, but. Yeah. There were some other factions that I was kind of like, you know, I'll put back on the shelf because I'm, I'm not as excited. And then the Gala came out. And I was like, ooh, things. And then the Rogue came out. And I did play the Mandalorian like a month ago or something. And it was super fun. And, uh, but yeah, it's sometimes it takes some new stuff to come out. And, and yeah, like you said, it's not the game that you didn't want to play. It's just that you didn't, you weren't pushed to go to a, I didn't, want, that, I didn't but, want to do a uh, thing that day. And that's right, a thing, thing I had yeah. that day. <laughs> I also as, didn't want to do anything that day. but Yeah, as I'm another great too. example, uh, the fact that uh, normally we record on Monday nights. Uh, this Monday, we all had the day off work uh, for a federal holiday. And that managed to kind of put a hiccup in the momentum that when the evening came around, we all four just kind of went like, yeah, not feeling it. Let's do it later this week. Yeah. Totally forgot it was Monday. Really, yeah. I just, like second Sunday, right? Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> like of the things you can push back, sometimes your hobbies and X-wing are going to be them. So mm-hmm. I think that's one of the other uh, things that kind of leads to uh, folks drifting away is the what's it FOMO, fear of missing out. The I have numerous times felt like. I've got to go out to this Wednesday night game night because if I don't, this is going to be the night that someone new shows up or we have the great night there. And that's a, a bad headspace to get into because then it raises my expectations too high. But for a lot of things, it's you might be taking that time off, like the people who were giving a 2.5 a wait and see idea. Mm-hmm. And then now we're in that there's no organized play going on. Things have kind of slowed down a little. It lessens the the urge for those people to get back in maybe. So if you've got folks in your community that might have been sitting at home, sitting things out, and they feel like they might be drifting out, check in with them. See if they might want to play a casual game or so. And... Uh, you know, try try making sure that they're still part of the community. There's a lot of folks that have drifted away while we've been on lockdown, but are still hanging out in discords and chatting. Reach out to them. I mean, that's the big thing that organized play brings the community together, and especially locally, like Doug said. But really, it's the community that makes it all work. And I think that's really what keeps us all coming back. You know, like you said, the we all remember the fun we had because of x-wing more than we remember the x-wing oh sure yeah and that's one thing uh like i and i've told you guys multiple times i don't have another group of friends like you guys i don't have like you guys are 
like you guys are a whole like different group of friends that I have. So like um, your personalities and just the things that we do, whatever. Um, <clears throat> it's not like a normal everyday thing that I get to be around just with my job and all this other stuff. So like X-Wing is my gateway to that. You know, we show up, we play a game, but I also get to see you guys. And so that's, that's my big, like, and I'd probably come and just sit down and hang out anyway, but, uh, yeah, playing that. Cause like, I think Alex, last time I came to an event, did you just show up? Uh, Alex showed up, uh, oh, you weren't feeling well that day. I wasn't feeling well, lost the first round, had a second round by, so said, yeah, but still, you still came out and you were just hanging out and like, that was, that's, you know, that was awesome. So like it's just all you need to do sometimes and just just i guess be around like i play with tyler uh our topeka community is super small there's like three of us and uh i actually go when i can uh play with tyler uh because he is probably one of the most calming humans that i've ever been around and sometimes if i have a bad day i'll go i'm not gonna go play tonight i just want to go home and then I'll be like, wait a minute, I'll go play with Tyler, you know? And it's like, because he, just the way he talks mm-hmm. is probably one of the most oh, calming, yeah. like, people. And I'm like, okay, I'm not actually going to play X-Wing. I'm going to hang out with Tyler, but we're going to play an X-game, X-Wing game while we do it. Yeah, and that's something I don't think any of us ever get tired of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, again, we said it a couple times, if you are, like, the the rare edge case where you have folks like Doug and Alex, you guys see each other all the time. I don't think any, you know, times like, you know what? We need to spend some good quality time together. Let's play yeah. some X-Wing. <laughs> I don't know if there are a lot of cases that are similar to that yeah. guy. Um, <laughs> because we're a special breed of broken. <laughs> I don't know. You've got folks like uh, our, uh, our comrades across the state in the scrub cast who are much like us, a very tight knit group of friends who uh, do a lot of yeah, things other they than all live in their own well. houses or yeah, yeah like their own other hobbies. Yeah, yeah. What, like, don't they all work together? Uh, I think Clint and Dan work together. Maybe. Oh, okay. Or, yeah. I think some of them used to work together. No, mm-hmm. I think they met at church. I don't think they work together. Oh, okay. Doug and I definitely didn't meet at church. Entirely <laughs> 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 um, different story. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so, but yeah like, and we've known Doug and I have known each other. Doug and I know each other for almost ten years before X Wing. Like, okay. yeah. yeah, I mean that's a bit. It was like seven. <laughs> yeah, you you had you know your college in the middle of all that, yeah. but you know really, if you are feeling dissatisfied, don't think you have an obligation to force yourself to be involved. Take time if you need to. Focus on new things. And even if you just don't want to play X-Wing, maybe show up at game night and just, you know, hang out with your pals. That's more fun. I've done that enough times on game nights when we've had the odd number of people out. I've been like, no, 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 you guys all play. I'll just hang out and watch and irritate Doug by commentating live on all his games. But <laughs> I know, I know it's a bad habit and I need to stop doing that. But that's that's really it. I didn't and say anything. <laughs> you were thinking it. And I can, I can see, see your face right now. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's absolutely where uh, we're coming from here. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why even when it's been, we've had these slow times, we keep doing this podcast because it's mm-hmm. our way of getting to do something together that's fun, creative with friends. 
uh, more than just providing, you know, some of the most insightful X-Wing knowledge out there on the internet. Uh, we do Duh, this because it's the fun we do together. It is a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, obviously we wouldn't keep doing it if it wasn't fun, right? I'm like, miserable every second. <laughs> good. That's what we brought you good. on this podcast. Good. Doug's never satisfied. True. Well, that's why we love him. Indeed. He, he's, he's our, our curmudgeon. He's our curmudgeon. Like, yeah, you got to have a curmudgeon. You just got to have a curmudgeon. You're missing out. You're a fool. If you don't somebody's have not needlessly grumpy, what's even the point? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, again, uh, keep your spirits up. If uh, anybody listening out there wants to get a game in and you feel like you've been sitting on the uh, sidelines, Ping us on our social media. I'm sure at least one of us will be willing to hop on Tabletop Simulator and maybe get a game going somewhere. Uh, always up for it. You know, change ups are good. I'd like I'd like seeing people other than the table, you know, across the table other than the same eight faces I see every week. Wow. Imagine That's seeing eight faces. faces. I see like well, I do see dead people, but not oh. their spirits, just like the corpses when they're around sometimes. You know what? Right? We're going to cut, gonna cut this. What is happening? <laughs> I I'm just saying I can Leave see corpses. Is all I'm saying. We Go. can all see Go. corpses. You're, you're telling me that you have the ability to perceive them? Is that what you're trying to yeah, like, I can see God, literal run. dead bodies. Yeah. Just yeah, like the rest of us. You're not special, Alex. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Well, you brought up dead bodies for literally no reason. You said <laughs> dead people. Yeah, you did. I said dead people. Not I was movie. explaining the manner in which I, I saw dead people. A movie. <laughs> I <laughs> was making a joke off of your movie quote. This is why, uh, this is why we have separate movies. rooms. Like, this is why I'm a curmudgeon. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Well, uh, with that topic pretty much uh, thrown off the rails, do we have any shout-outs to give this week? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I will go ahead and My father, show. Bob Howe. Yeah. Hey. And, uh, yeah, did you do anything for uh, Father's Day with uh, Father Bob Howe? I called him and he worked. Aww. Yeah. What about you, Greg? Uh, anything big for Father's Day this past weekend with the uh, young little porgs? Well, uh, Donna had to work, so it was me doing dad things, which seemed appropriate. Um, and uh, yeah, we went to a couple places, a couple places in town, and then went and hung out at my mom's house. And uh, we ate lunch and such. I took a nap on my mom's couch while she watched my children. Um, Dad gets a nap for Father's Day. It's a rule. It was pretty solid, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it was a good day. It was a good day. I went to the zoo. <laughs> nice. Uh, but uh, I, I want to get my oh, do we not get to care about my Father's Day experience? Nope. No. Nope. In the podcast, <laughs> my dad is going to be so upset. Because I called him and we talked for like ten minutes, and then Doug and I cleaned the living room. That was our Father's Day. <laughs> Doesn't your dad still end every conversation with the same quippy it's line from Cheers? It's a dog world, and you're that wearing milkbone yeah, underwear. Specifically that. And <laughs> not the phone call we had today, actually. It was weird. 
I guess it's because usually I'm talking to my mom and he's just yelling that in the background. And today what? I talked to him. Well, are you wearing milkbone underwear today? I'm not ever wearing milkbone underwear. Well, clearly, That's you're wearing so, it sometimes. So, <laughs> so he ends the conversation with that. Yes. That's it. But he does. Does he say goodbye afterwards, or does he just? No. Well, ish. Or does like, he just I usually, like, like I said, usually I'm on the, usually I'm talking to my mom and he's yelling this in the this background. Is, see, this is good. These are uh, bitch, kitten, and this <laughs> dog eat dog world are the two things that I have learned on Plus, this day. You can't just be up there doing a balk. That's you, true. That's you true. Can't. I'm so that. upset that I and have a no idea about that. And a is when you, you know, you know, a box well, win. <laughs> yeah, well, the box, it's, uh... It, you just can't the, be up there doing a box. Yeah, you just can't, when you're up on the mound, and the book, uh, you, t- uh, and then you exist, um... Yeah, you can't just be looking sure. at the runner like, I'm going to get you, but then not do it. Yeah. Well, yeah, you can't even touch the ball with the intent of not touching the ball <laughs> at the same time while your foot is on the ground. Yeah. Baseball, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> hey, also, that's that's part of it too for me. It's baseball season, and baseball is my first and truest love. Mm. Uh, so I like wow. As much as I've, I've been, I, except for Greg. I'm sorry. <laughs> except for Greg. <laughs> what? I said that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> I missed it because I was thinking about baseball. <laughs> this is why it's Greg. <laughs> I was just thinking about baseball, and I was like, oh, yeah, the Royals had their 37th shutout loss last night. That is rough. Blessed be, no, it's not a real stat. games, okay. It's, I was like, that's it's not a real stat, but uh, it it, like, it's, that it's in the history or the season, because one of those how, seems impossible. <laughs> how about Otani being probably Bro. the best player to ever play the game? I'm going to say it now. I know it's early. It's Go. They're gonna have to invent Go. new ways Go. to look at how good Atani is. Because we oh, just don't have a way like, to we don't have a way to measure so stats. They're like maybe, maybe hey, if you could somehow get inside his head with something we call like the Otani mind link. Oh you know what? I'm I'm quoting this. Yeah, okay, we're done. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it. I'm Matt. I'm Doug. I'm Alex. And I'm Porg. Porg. Jindro Otani is the greatest player to ever play the game. Otani. Otani. Trout. 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 I'm still on Team Trout. I'm still on Team Trout. And you're wearing milk bone underwear! Toshi Station Radio is brought to you by the team of Greg Smith, Alex Smittle, Doug Howe, and Matt New. If you'd like to help us out with hosting and production costs, you can go to ko-fi.com slash Toshi Station X-Wing and make a donation. It's always appreciated. Be sure to follow us on Facebook at Toshi Station Radio, an X-Wing podcast, for news and updates. And as always, thanks for listening.